on this episode of Talking Greasy, how do you be a parent to a trans uh, child and why isn't divorce celebrated on Talking Greasy? This episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash greasy. There you'll have access to over 180,000 titles right from your smartphone. We are two BBCs. I'm Solo. And I'm Stucky. And we are talking greasy. See like the life I feel. See like the life I feel is a little distant, yeah. Seems like the life I need. Seems like the life I need is a little distant. Hey, it's your boy Darnell. We back another week. More problematic, more stuff on our mind. And you're probably wondering, Darnell, what's taking you so long? First off, fuck you. Because this shit, I'm, I got a lot of shit to deal with and not enough time to deal with it. And uh, y'all ain't paying for shit. But I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Hey, man, uh, we got some uh, guests in our room and. Uh, a, a new but familiar face. Uh, can y'all introduce yourselves? Let the ladies go first. Okay. Well, my name is Kim. Mm-hmm. Mm. You never, hey, y'all. <laughs> what, you ain't never been on that mic. <laughs> but anyway, other uh, guests. Um, and my name is Jonathan. How you guys doing? All right. Hey, man, uh, before we get in, into the big topic, let's go into the in the feed. We are in that feed. Okay, Dwayne Wade's uh, child is trying to transition into a little girl, 12 years old, trying to find herself, trying to, you know, make, make sense of the world. What, what are your thoughts, uh, Kim? Because you, you had some problems with what a certain rapper from Louisiana had to say, and I, I kind of want your input first before we jump in, because... That certain rapper is Lil Boosie. Okay. And Lil Boosie is a creep for talking about cutting products off, first of all. Okay, why are we taking the rapper serious? Um, <laughs> it's not about taking him serious. It's about the fact that he got on his platform and mm-hmm. decided to say those things. I think that it is up to the family to mm-hmm. make a decision about what's going to happen with their child. Um, I think that people need to be cognizant of the fact this is a child. Mm-hmm. In the way that they are speaking about Zaya. Um, and it's also not for anybody to like or dislike because it's not their child. Again, um, this, this, I, I hate that word. Uh, I hate how it is nowadays where everybody doesn't let you be ignorant. Why would a third, Why would you let me finish? Let me, okay, I know you haven't been here in a while. <laughs> why would a 30, you tried it. Why would a 37 year old rapper know about transgenders and what's best for a transgender child everybody has the right to be ignorant on something because whether you want to admit it or not you're ignorant on some topic okay so why is it why is it blasphemy for all of us to talk about transgenders gays and everything it's like it's like we can't talk about the mafia low-key nowadays it's like you speaking on it people coming for you jonathan and then i want to hear kim's um why why you can't speak on it yeah Uh, i believe you can't speak on it because it's one of those things that people feel with a lot of subjects not just transgender but if you don't know then don't say nothing or you can't have an opinion and i don't agree with that i feel like 
no matter I, what, I, I agree you're gonna with that have to a certain a, degree. I feel like no matter what, if you bring it into the public's eye, the public is gonna address it. Oh, don't bring definitely. it into the public That's eye true. if you don't want it addressed. That's, That's fair. That's true, but at the same uh-huh. time, if you're going to address it when you have a public platform, the least you can do is maybe do some research. That's number one. Come on, that takes and effort. number two. Okay, well then. <laughs> Why? Come on, I, I can give you this hot take before I can give you some knowledge. Like you don't have time to compress the news anymore. You get it, you feel yeah. it. Here's more news. Okay, what I was gonna say, yes, is the least you can do is do some research. I know that people act like they're allergic to research, but it would be nice if somebody actually did take the time to read about something before they. They said something because case in point, uh-huh. did nobody bring up cutting off cutting off nobody's nothing? I mean, so why was that even brought up? I mean, if you're transitioning, eventually that's going be at twelve. Nobody said that that was that was going to happen. And what does happen with some with a child's private parts is up to mm-hmm. the child and the family. Okay, but my thing is, I'm trying to understand. One, why why this is such a spicy topic? Because, again, I'm all for you protecting your child and you giving your child agency and time to be to grow into themselves. But if it seems like when we talk about transgender or or gay kids, it's like, no, let them celebrate or be themselves mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's a little scary. It's because people are being disrespectful about it. It's one thing for you to not know and voice your opinions uh-huh. based off of not knowing. It's another thing for your rhetoric to be basically be hate disguised uh-huh. as you concerned about the family or you concerned about the t- You don't give a fuck. You know you don't. Listen, I listen, I, I, listen, I care and then I want to hear what Jonathan say. This is this is a new time. I'm all for Gay people coming out, transgender people coming out, bisexual, whatever your sexual orientation is, coming out, having your lane, having your representation. But at the end of the day, these are different times. We and parents, this is a new topic for a lot of parents. Like if my son came to me and said, hey, my girl just sent me a dick pic. What do I do? Uh, yeah, that's a hard like, conversation. It's like, sir, but that's, that's, like, that's a realistic. <laughs> like we that, laughing, but I'm if like, you raise son, kids, that's a realistic son, conversation. Who, who bigger, son? Who bigger? That's the real question. <laughs> but like, and then another, you another type of nasty nigga. I cannot. <laughs> what? I cannot. Listen, you wanna you wanna welcome transgender, gay, and and all this other culture, but that that's gonna be a conversation. Yeah, you gotta welcome. But my yeah, thing and, is, why when we don't agree? Okay, why ahead, do John. we got to be disrespectful? Like, if I don't agree with it, why I got to be disrespectful? Why I got to be against it? I can necessarily... And low-key... Like, just and, In my opinion, you can yeah. necessarily not agree with something and don't be against it or don't be yeah. disrespectful about and, it. And my thing is, let's be honest, I'm black. I got bigger problems. Let, let's get that out there. I got bigger problems than Dwayne Ways and his suspect ass and then his son. Yeah. Whoa! What? I mean, why is he suspect? What do you mean? I've been tagging <laughs> you with pictures every, all, this whole week of him looking zesty. No, you haven't. He had a, he had an all blue uh, uh, suit, no shirt, Superman pose, bad bitch eyebrows, <laughs> everything, <laughs> posing for pictures. Okay, so suspect means possibly gay. P- possibly. Okay, that's that's offensive. 
Okay. What, what is? Why is that offensive? But suspect sounds like it's something wrong with it. Nothing's wrong uh, with it, but if you're not standing on it, that's when I call you suspect. Okay. Cause I mean, if you if you buy, I got buy sexual friends. Mm, so I got black friends. Yeah. I, that's the energy I got from that. What'd you say? I got the I have black friends energy uh, from that. Uh, here you go again. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Don't do that. You knew who See, you invited. Listen. Who? They don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they don't know. Talking Greasy hasn't had. It's your show. You had, know who you invited. I mean, yeah, true. And my thing is, with that being said, obviously, I don't have no problem with the, the gay community as a whole. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about our children, I feel like, and the scary part is, to me, because I could be wrong, and then we're going to get everybody's opinion, then we're going to go to break, because I want to save all this energy for what we really came here for, is why is it when we talk about gay kids transitioning and all this other stuff, like, people get offended when you bring in the sexual aspect of this conversation. Because my thing is, cool, you're gay, you're bi, you're transgender, you're 12 and 13. Okay, when when does the sex start? When does the dating start? How do we do this safely? How do I teach you to, you know, protect yourself besides the obvious condom and whatever thing and all the uh, regular options? How do I, how do I, you know, welcome this into my household to a safe degree to where you safe, I'm safe, mm. everybody's safe, uh, certain people, because... Let's let's keep it real. Transgender, I know transgender is getting a lot of love and a lot of popularity. Let me stop it. A lot of popularity <laughs> right now, but for the most part, there's there's only a certain small demographic for for transgender uh, people. So I mean, who who my uh, child gonna be gay with or transgender with? Who who are they go, gonna date? You saying where you go get your information from? Exactly. Okay. Because. Being a parent, it's already tough. Like, if you're a parent dating and all you got is a girl, okay, you have to have that conversation with your daughter from only a male perspective. Or even if you have a son. what The way we got girls versus the way these dudes get girls. different. Totally different. So imagine your child is a whole nother sexuality. Uh what what if, what if my what if my son gay and he and he come in the house crying? This nigga don't call me, yo. <laughs> this, this nigga don't want to spend time, yo. I'm like, uh, okay. I like, uh, our niggas ain't shit. Son. We're, conf- we're conflating. I don't know of- what the fuck to tell them. I'm just glad to sit there, like, damn, son, you let niggas nut of you and just <laughs> and just not call you back. Is that what I'm raising? You're gross. Also, <laughs> this is. <laughs> This is complaining a lot of different issues. You gonna like, have my last name? Like you can we, you can be trans and not uh-huh. be gay. You can be whoa, gay whoa, whoa, whoa. and not be trans. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can, I'm, can, can we go back? Because again, I, I want to learn. Because I don't, I missed it. You can be trans and not gay. Yes. So, in my transgender daughter, who was born a male, sleeps with another male. That's straight. What? That's straight. If you have, if if you are transitioning into okay. being a woman, right? Yeah, yeah you said right. that. Yeah, right. Okay, you transition into being a woman. You're in a relationship with a man. Yes. 
woman and a man is not gay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Even, but even if, even if you man. still got the the lower equipment, that still makes it a. Okay, I, I mean that's that, a valid question. I, I don't know. No, I I, know. I get it, and okay. I understand why you're saying that. Yeah. Um, I think the problem is a lot of times we just synthesize this conversation just to private parts. Like, there's a lot more to gender than just the private parts that you have. And the reason why I say this is because people don't really think about it. Um, People often talk about, like, men who transition into being women and trans women and not being able to be a real woman because they can't have children. There are women who are biologically born women who cannot have children. So we can't just make this about private parts of genitalia. It has to be more about the whole package, the whole thing. Okay, let me say this, and then I want to hear Jonathan's uh, final thoughts, and then I think we're going to wrap this up, get get a cameraman time to fix everything, give us a break. But, okay, one thing I hate besides that light went going off is <laughs> that... <laughs> You know, this is this is a lot of information to take in and then add in being black, add in being a parent, add in, you know, like you said, learning about uh, the the rules of gender Mm -hmm. that I never knew existed till 2020. It's like, okay, what am I doing? How how do I raise this child to be a healthy, productive person who's safe, not being taken advantage of? All that and the good things. I think it's about coming from a place of love and understanding and not a place of judgment and disgust. Because that's what I'm seeing from most people. I think if you really care about wanting to have a child who is well adjusted and feels accepted, uh-huh. then you just do the research and you reach out to people within the community to learn more instead of just casting stones and being disgusted and being embarrassed and all of that stuff i think that if we should take anything from this conversation whether people agree with the idea of letting a 12 year old transition i think it is more commendable than anything that there's a black man who has a child that's transitioning and may not fully understand everything but is is doing his best to be understanding and loving through a time that's probably more difficult for his child than him. I mean, I kind of, I kind of got to disagree because I feel like he has support from the public, support from his family, which, which is a blessing that most don't get. But at the same time, when when we talk on this whole sexuality thing and and everything else, it, it, to be honest, it don't seem like a genuine movement. It mm. feels more like. It feels more like you're trying to put a rock through a straw and you're forcing me to keep sucking on it regardless what I think how I feel it's like uh like uh like I want to be open minded I want to learn but I, I feel like that's not an option and I just um just real quick I just feel like they started it when he was 9 I believe well she I'm sorry yeah, yeah. when she was yeah, 9 whatever the fuck but <laughs> I ain't say that but but anyway, so getting to whatever I'm saying. So it, in my opinion, you would never allow a nine-year-old to work a regular job. You would mm-hmm. never allow a nine-year-old to tell you anything about adult decision. So when do we get in a social norm where we start allowing these kids to make adult decisions? Then we turn around and say, well, 
don't talk about it sexualized. Don't don't sexualize it. It's just about gender. Like to me, you gotta like instead of when did the world become so sensitized where yeah. we got it? We can never stand on nothing, not even as parents. Like in my opinion, if that was in my if that was in my case, I would just tell my daughter like, no, we will talk about this. It's okay that you feel those things. But we'll talk about mm-hmm. this when you're at least able to have a job and you're able to drive, you know? Like, why do we have to adjust the, address this at nine years old? You're not even able to understand clearly what everything's going on in your life. So how you going to know that at nine? That's just my opinion on it. And and, and, it's, and I, I got to call women out before, uh, before we're done with this segment. I mean, let me ask you something, because you are a very open-minded uh, woman. Uh, mm-hmm. Do... Do the average woman see gay or transgender or, or bi people as competition, or do they even do they even see them in the same lane? Because think about it: the next generation. Imagine, imagine you caught your husband with a transgender uh, woman. I mean, are y'all gonna keep the same energy? Are y'all gonna be as understanding? To, to your husband who never who had to hide his sexuality and everything else like like how open the how open can we be with this and still have our family structure still have great dating lives and everything else how we make a, a, a greater lane for people to just be who they who, who they are I think you asked a lot and I also think that we overcomplicate things the the biggest issue mm-hmm. is not that he had sex with a transgender woman the biggest issue is that he cheated from my standpoint um also somebody's I'm, giving side eye in the studio well that's fine <laughs> that's my you asked my opinion i gave you my opinion i mean well they can't and see I, him that's why i'm speaking and it. i also feel like i also feel like there's no way for me to give you the average because mm-hmm. i know women who completely disagree with me i know there's people who've made youtube videos about how there's there shouldn't black black girls rock shouldn't be opened up to trans women like that was a big conversation because there was a trans woman who was on pose mm-hmm. who said that she was upset that nobody who was black and trans was awarded with an award during black girls rock and so like the the opinions of black women or women in general run the gamut so i can't give you the average what i can tell you is if i claim that trans women should be seen as women then why would i have an issue with him cheating on me with a trans woman it would be about him cheating period okay well i respect all that progressive talk and i know you mean it and i really appreciate your uh your viewpoints uh jonathan any final thoughts before we go to break and I, and we really talk uh talk about uh what else i'm talking about no i think everything <laughs> was pretty much covered you know Okay, hey guys, we uh, about to go to break. Uh, why divorce is a good thing? When you should get out of a marriage, and why is marriage still the ultimate trophy? On talking greasy. Y'all niggas is lying. It's time to talk that shit. All right, and we back. Unfortunately, we heard uh, D Way's rap verse, so <sighs> kind of in a whole nother mood. But anyway, let's talk about divorce. And the reason I kind of wanted to talk about this because this is a spicy topic that, you know, defi- uh, divides us. Should we stay together? Shouldn't we? Should we stay for the kids? Should we? Should we get our money right? How the money should be handled? Before we even get started, let's go around the room. Are you married? Are you single? 
uh, relationship, whatever. Uh, you? Uh, I am married. Okay, and you? I am divorced. For how long? Been about five years. Okay. You? I'm also divorced. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> um, I'm in a relationship. I've never been married. Okay, and none of y'all fucking busy. <laughs> but y'all, let's talk about wow. this. When we talk about marriage, it's two. It's 2020. 2020, and everybody wants to hype up marriage. Oh, you can't be in this five-year relationship and get nothing out of it. I need X, Y, and Z for my wife to be like this. I need my husband to be X, Y, and Z. Let me talk to the divorcee first, and then we're going to go around the room. Is marriage even worth it long term? I don't know. I was married for a short period of time. I was only married for two years, so oh, okay. it's kind of hard to just Your say. Your fault or his fault? His fault. He stepped out. Okay, I don't believe Yeah, it. Step out. Okay, so his new wife is the woman he cheated on me with, but he claims she wasn't, but he met her. He met mm-hmm. her at the time that we were going through our rough patch in our marriage, and then he just switched up and was like, "Oh, I want to get separated." And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, right after we 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 broke up, she just pops up in the picture. But he claims to this day he claims that she was the other woman. But you know me being a woman and doing my investigation, the timeline and everything, she was the other woman. Like you well, can't you can't say well, she wasn't. Well, moral of the story: whenever uh, your partner tells you don't worry about somebody, that's a motherfucker right there. So yeah, again, Kim. You being very open and very mm-hmm. non-traditional, it do marriage seem worth it for you? Yeah. Okay. And why is that? Um, because I think that marriage is whatever you define it to be, you and your partner. Um, I don't think that it has to necessarily be what everyone else says. So you can still be non-traditional and still have see value in being with someone. And, uh, uh, and can you explain that, face? Since no, you have a problem with it? No, I cannot. Okay. Uh, Jonathan, uh, what uh, is from your perspective, from the male perspective, married, uh, children, everything else, why was, is marriage worth it? Why or why not? Um, For me, yes, marriage is totally worth it. Uh, just the aspect, I'm not even going to go into nothing religious or nothing. Just the aspect of just knowing that, you know, we made that vow in front of our families, friends, mm-hmm. and everything. The wedding, the way I did it, I, it was a whole plan from when I was younger. Not necessarily who it was, of course, but I always knew I wanted to be married. So I wasn't going to change that plan based on the social norm that it is now. And I'm going to ask you this question, and I hope it's not disrespectful uh, to your current wife. But you said you always had that as a plan. So regardless, and, and no shade to you. Was that position going to be filled regardless, or was it that person who you wanted to fill the position? This is going to sound like I'm backtracking from your question, but it, it's it no probably way. probably will be. <laughs> it's no <laughs> way for me to say that position will be filled regardless. Uh, of course, you got to have standards and moral values, and they got to meet those things, right? So I couldn't say that I was going to meet somebody that would meet those things for me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she met all of the requirements that I had like you said my mm-hmm. wife got to be a, yeah of course you have standards and she met those standards and showed herself to be a real woman to me and that's all that's you get what I'm saying so I can't really answer your question if okay. that makes sense. that's fair that's fair you you gave the the semi answer I was expecting but uh back to wow that was shade it was but anyway back to uh <laughs> the the divorce and everything else divorce children 
probably uh, living together and all that. What in what would make the average woman or man risk messing that up or risk being like, you know what? I, I put my years in. This ain't for me. I got to get away from all this. In your opinion, what would make the average man or woman be, get out of the marriage ASAP? Not knowing. Lack of knowledge. Okay. Not having that that family structure growing up um, or just being like, so I grew up in a religious uh, household. My okay. grandparents raised me. My grandfather was a pastor. So it was always force fed. Oh, you have to get married. You have mm-hmm. to do this. But it wasn't taught that, okay, to, you know, have marriage, you have to, you know, you have to be financially stable. You have to have these goals. You have to have these standards. It was just like, oh, where you're supposed to, you're supposed to get married. Like okay. it wasn't, you know, it wasn't taught in depth. So it was hard to just say, okay, well, I was just not, oh, well, I'm supposed to get married and have kids. That That's it. Like, that's the godly thing to do. You know, I know he's like, Jonathan said he didn't want to go into religion, but that was the thing that was taught. It's like, okay, you know. Well, well with that being said, uh, you said you were raised by your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Were they even a good example of marriage? Yes and no. Growing up, I thought so. But uh-huh. then my grandmother, she passed about three years ago. And it's like now looking back and like just just the way like my grandfather moved out that my grandmother passed and mm-hmm. just like he's still a pastor to this day. But to me, he doesn't show a good example of being a pastor. Like when my grandmother passed, he kind of backslid. Okay. And so it's like looking back at at the um, looking back at their marriage now from a different perspective, being older and being more knowledgeable. It's like, no, it wasn't a really good example because it would be times where like, I don't know I'm going off track, but mm-hmm. like, it will be times where like my grandfather disappeared for hours and my grandmother is blowing up his phone and trying to figure out where he's at. He's not answering his phone or just, you know, just other women that are his friends popping up. And then after she died, those women pop back up. And so it's like now, mm. Yeah, so it's like now looking back at it, it's like, damn, like, as a kid, you didn't realize the yeah. stuff that went on. But when you're older, you're more knowledgeable, you look at it and be like, okay, well, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't, okay. you know. Well, I'm going to get to Kim real quick. But I know what you mean, because my dad used to work up the street. It used to take him an hour to get home. Yeah. Like, I was like, God damn. Like, literally two lights away. I was like, my nigga, if, if it... I don't know if he was cheating. I ain't got no proof, proof. But I was like, damn, this nigga took two hours, an hour and a half or two hours <laughs> to get home. And his job is literally up the street. I can literally mm. walk to his job from my house if I need be. I was like, God damn. Yeah. Mm. But then again, on the flip side, if you marry, sometimes, Jonathan, maybe maybe because I see that you have a fruitful and loving uh, relationship with your wife. Some some guys, I done seen this happen, and it's, it is scary, and I want to hear Kim after this. I done seen grown men stay outside of their own house before they go in. They just need that minute, or they go to the bar right, right after work. Then they come home extra slow because they need that repair time because they know as soon as they hit the door, it's boom, 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 boom. And it, I always, that always used to, shy me away from marriage like damn you you work hard to make a life for somebody you care about but then you're miserable to come back to what you built not all relationships are like that yeah okay uh what about because i think you have an interesting uh story oh jesus jesus indeed that i was not prepared to tell go ahead okay (laughs) as far as uh marriage go Mm -hmm. um how how did you see marriage and you growing up 
good, bad, and different. I didn't think about it. I think the misconception is that every little girl aspires to be somebody's wife. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. I wasn't worried about men or anybody. I was worried about what I was going to do to level up and get this money. That's what I was worried about. So you you was thinking about getting money while everybody was on the playground and shit. All right. Yes. You, you niggas on the monkey bars, a, but I'm building the bars. I had a <laughs> I had a toy cash <laughs> register. I had fake money and I was counting it. <laughs> okay, I see you, Nino. But my thing <laughs> my thing is my thing is like you said, everybody does have this different perspective. And the sad part is when you put it all in the same household, certain things just don't gel. And the sad part is you don't know until you cannot like hypothetically, you can be with this amazing, beautiful person who don't cheat on you. Don't lie to you. Don't do none of that. But once y'all get in the same household time to uh, lock up accounts together, it's time to, Hey, what are our children going to learn? And all that it can go left real quick. Jonathan, uh, what was your, uh, image of marriage growing up because your parents still together right yeah yeah so uh my image of marriage in my opinion was pretty good you know my parents had a problems they not they not they older so you know they don't always communicate the best but you know as far as besides communication drop-offs my parents never really I can't think of no major spouts. I can't think of no major thing that I'm like ain't no way I want to be married so that's why I mean for me it was a little different like I know, no, they not perfect. Yeah, they argue, yeah. But okay. still, I still had a representation in front of me my whole life. Oh. I feel like when you get uh-huh. older is when you have more clarity. Because I look mm-hmm. at my parents' relationship right now, and I'm like, ooh, that's not good. Like, there's lots of things that I see now that when I was a kid, I didn't think anything of. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, my dad, um, he is, he's really busy with his job but when he comes home he goes right to his little office his little man cave plays online poker for hours drinks some beer and then go to bed and my mom is just kind of left to figure out what she's gonna do with my sister or by herself or whatever and that's the dynamic that they have in their relationship my sister's getting ready to go off to college so what's gonna happen i'm not living at home my sister's not gonna be home so what is he gonna do be in the office playing online poker all day while my mom is just left alone trying to figure out what the fuck to do you can and and i want to uh get to miss champagne after this you can tell when your your parents are starting to have relationship issues because they'll start hitting you up like hey you want to hang out hey my mama's doing that right now (laughs) no no comment uh, yeah, mm, you want to yeah, mm, hang out, girl? Ooh, you wanna you wanna uh, uh, talk to your mom and your daddy? I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, no. Nah. I'm like, what's what's going on? You you yeah. sure is reaching out? Yeah, and that's sad. I mean, it could also be because they're they miss having you in the house. But I mean, I what, think a big part is is that as they've gotten older, they've grown. What do, what do apart. you mean? I mean, I mean, let's keep it real. You, I mean, you love your kids, but let's keep it real. I I haven't always I've I've looked out for my parents and I made sure they was good in certain situations, but overall I haven't done as much as I could be as a son. And you know that's just me being honest. All I do is <laughs> live there, wash my ass, nut everywhere, then go somewhere else. Wow, that's <laughs> gross. I mean, with women. But back to that don't matter. Still gross. My thing is a uh, Miss Champagne. Let me ask you a question. 
Cause this, this is a serious, this is a serious <laughs> subject. I'm still on this. You talking about nothing everywhere? But go ahead. <laughs> that took me. I I wasn't expecting that. Okay, my thing is, let me ask you a question because, because one thing I hate, I do hate this about divorce. They always put a stigma on you once you get a divorce. What what were some things or some people were saying about you after the divorce? It wasn't necessarily anybody specifically say anything about mm-hmm. it it's just like just kind of like the way people would treat you or like just um or just like when it comes to like trying to mm-hmm. redate redate or anything it's mm-hmm. just like they kind of look at you like you're you're tainted like it's like you're like you're the the run mm-hmm. of the litter or something it's like yeah you know just because i'm divorced just because you know this is like that doesn't make me less of a person just because you know this is this is the circumstance that well, i have been through well you know what i i, I hear you out because i ain't gonna front I, me just being transparent i used to do that to single mothers when i was dating i was like okay you a single mom why like why why yeah, like it's our fault like, why? you still do that huh you still do it go ahead yeah but i know them so it, i mean i mean I, I can't be i can't i can't judge you in fuck you i mean I'm a, I'm a you do you. it very often go ahead i'm gonna pray I, for you I'm, next time I, I know to bring some holy order you really need to be bathed in it just Damn. just just bless them but my bless em. But, I bring but, the same. but i've i've done that to uh single moms too and and i came to the to that realization like you know they human beings too they messed up i didn't mess up the way they messed up so let me be more. Yeah, I didn't mess up. I was married. Hell Jesus and, Christ. And he, he chose to walk away. I didn't mess up I shit. Mean, listen. I'm just saying, like, don't blame it on me. And no, it's two I mean, people whoa, 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 in the equation. Blame it on your mama for listen, raising you to have that listen, mentality. Listen, you know one thing? You know one thing that, that I hate? Whenever something fails, that's, uh, it's it's a one-sided yeah. failure. That's, that's yeah. When that's, it was two people yeah. in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, now, you just uh, now, did it. Let me... Uh, Pump your brakes. Okay, you thank you. Skirt over the table. Skirt <laughs> break. Thank you. My thing is, my thing is. Okay, you said he cheated. Agreed. Yeah. But again, that's half the equation. Yeah. I don't know if hey, maybe there was an emotional connection. Maybe. I feel like I don't mean to cut you off, but I just feel like I was just too young. Like I was just too too young. How how were you guys? I was I was nineteen when I got married. He was nine years older than me, so I feel like I it was lack of experience, lack of knowledge. Like I said, I was just I wasn't taught the proper ways or the things that's supposed to happen in marriage. I was just told you're supposed to get married, mm -hmm. and so I feel like. I lacked a lot of things instead of him trying to teach me and say, hey, improve on these things. This is what I'm having issues with. Well, he just chose, oh, well, fuck you. Well, Let me, you know. Well, my thing is, because, uh, again, not blaming you for the divorce 100%, but, again, there is a percentage in there. What did you need at 19 that marriage gave you? Mm, I feel like it goes back to me growing up. Like I said, my grandparents um, – raised me mm-hmm. my parents were kind of in and out of my life um my mom especially my dad he i lived with him for five years but he even when i lived with him he treated me like like cinderella like the the stepchild but anyway that's another story for another day but anyway i feel like mm-hmm. i was searching for for that fulfillment so, so i feel like that's why i rushed into the marriage oh, okay. I, so i was so, i was searching for so, that love so, that i didn't feel like i got so marriage was your chance for stability yeah, I not necessarily stability because I had my own. I was working, you know, but it was just. I mean, that. no, no, no. Yes, you can have it on your own. Yes, you can have it on. 
all together. But let me tell you something, because you you know the luxury, and maybe you can kind of explain to some other women when there's two people in the household who's doing what the fuck they supposed to be. Yeah. That's a whole nother level. Yeah, that's I a whole nother level of comfort versus yeah. Yeah. you being a fully sustaining entity by yourself. Yeah, that's true. I, cause yeah. I, I, I didn't really have any worries. He took, he took care of the majority of the bills. Mm-hmm. He, working and then he was in the military at the time so okay. he was getting his military oh military plus nigga disability. oh yeah like oh yeah yeah he was gonna cheat oh my gosh shit uh, hold on hold on shit i can't, I can't <laughs> with you but no it was it wasn't uh-huh. necessarily more of the stability it was mm-hmm. like i said it was me searching for that that fulfillment that love that i felt like i didn't get from my well, parents or not even my grandparents like my grandparents did the best they could but i don't feel like it's the difference between a, a parent loving you and a grandparents loving you like yeah. your parent has a deeper love than your grandparent does your grandparent, your grandparent loves you because that's their job to love you but as a parent it's like it's a deeper connection if that makes sense i mean true but then again and then i want to hear from jonathan um i think we give our parents too much credit because let's keep it a book because i done had some conversations with some single mothers single dads or divorcees a lot of the time y'all had them kids and y'all never really loved them and low-key if a if a person y'all be having sometimes seven year old now i don't know what you're talking about but listen, sometimes people be having babies with people that they just had a one off with. They done got in a, they stayed in a relationship too long. So low key, that baby, there's a little bit of resentment. That's circumstantial though. Very. That's circumstantial. Very. It's 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 the person, whatever that that, that period, that yeah. space that person was in. Yeah. But I'm speaking from my perspective and what I experienced. Okay. So, and, and that's all we can do. Yeah. And so, John and Jonathan. Yes, sir. Okay. What age did you get married and what did you get out of marriage? So I got married at 27. Okay, and good. What did good I age. get out of marriage? It, like you want to hear a material thing? Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, what you, what did, what did you get out? What did you get out of the deal as as a man, as somebody who was already on their feet doing good for herself? What What did she add to the to the life? And well, please don't lie. Added, uh, I can't lie. So okay. she added beforehand. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. The marriage was the seal of the deal. You get what I'm saying? So it was already, she had already yeah, added okay. value before we got married. Okay. So she already provo- proved to be the wife before. Yes, but yes, what yes. I got out the what I what I got out the deal was I got a companionship. I got a, a, a somebody that made me better. Okay. To, uh, more than I thought I would, I, and it came out, and then even more like it was nothing forced. It was nothing. Uh, look for it was nothing handy it was nothing okay. put together it just happened like we okay. met in virginia both from texas like and, and you know stuff like that don't just you meet somebody in the military from the same place you from 30 minutes up the road i mean it was just a lot of things but as far as what i got out of mm-hmm. it like i said added value to my life okay. it brought me out the worst times to give me the best times it was a lot i got a lot out of it okay. nothing material wise though i can tell you that much but shit no comment kim Okay, you, 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 you around that that maybe close to marriage talk. What as a as a woman, what do you get out get out of a marriage, or what do you want to get out of it? Um, I think that there is something to be said that to having somebody who is going to be there with you no matter what 
Yeah, good luck. Um, just because you skeptical don't mean I am. Um, I mean, I'm who done broke your heart? Huh? Who done broke your heart? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody need you real. Hey, book, um, <laughs> book coming soon. Um, there's There's been a lot of things that I've gone through where it, and I don't mean to make this dark, but it's, I've had some really fucked up things happen to me, mm-hmm. and it's been tough just dealing with those things on my own. And to have somebody there who loves me unconditionally and will listen to me and, and help me through some of those really tough times is there's no money value you can put on that. To have somebody that you know is always going to be there for you. I think that's the that's the one of the biggest benefits. And I know that this is conditional. I'm not naive enough to think that there's mm-hmm. nothing that can happen. Um, but when you decide you want to be with somebody for the long haul, that means that's somebody who's going to have love for you forever. So no matter what happens to you guys, y'all are still going to have something that connects you to. Okay. Let me ask you something because it, it was this statistic that was a little a little alarming to me, and I want to know know if you thought it was true, false, or why it is that it was it was initi- it was said that women are the number one initiators of marriage and the number one initiators of divorce. What do you feel that this true, or do you feel like the average woman, if she gets married, she wants to be in it? She she's slow to get out of it. Uh, what, what what are your thoughts on that quote? I feel like usually, okay. I'm trying to figure out how to word this best way. Most women are the initiators of marriage. I was <laughs> not in my situation, but um, I feel like women are in it for the long run. I don't feel like I feel like when women put in that time and effort, the only way that they're going to walk away is if they're really fed up. If it's really just something that that just 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 can't be like they've pushed and pushed and pushed and just kept trying to you know make it work and then the finally it's like no i can't keep you know hurting myself for but in my situation even with him which i didn't find out that he had stepped out until years later mm-hmm. but i still didn't want to walk away like i would do Fel- things Fel- like fellas you hear that you, you can get one cheat in and your wife won't leave you i didn't keep, I, keep no that, that is not true because i didn't yeah, find one, out one, until one, years one later cheat. One cheat, she true. won't no, leave. No, because I didn't find out until years yeah. later after the divorce. Listen, you literally just said you found out or you were suspicious of him. No, I was okay. not suspicious. I didn't find out all the information until afterwards. Oh, okay. I asked him randomly in conversation was like, how did you meet her? And that's when he told me he met her at the place that he worked when we were going through our little rough spout mm-hmm. in the marriage. Okay. Yeah, so it's like me, I put two to two together years later not when the situation was happening because i was trying to figure out what the fuck is going on like we were good and then all of a sudden we went bad like what happened like i mean i would do things like i would you know do pop-up visits at his job and bring him gifts or do Uh role playing and shit like that or just trying to do whatever to make the relationship fun yeah you know keep it exciting you know make sure he was satisfied but you can't satisfy somebody that that don't want it so it's like you, you have to make yourself happy or whatever but it's like i still didn't want to walk away even with you know us going through mm-hmm. through our relationship issues 
Like I didn't want to walk away. He chose to walk like walk away. Like I begged him for months and months and months. Okay, let's go to marriage council. Let's figure out what's going on. Okay. He never did want to go. And then he came to me one random day and was like, "Oh, I want to get separated." And so after he said that, that's when we, you know, went to marriage counseling. And then like in marriage counseling, I feel like the marriage counseling didn't help. I feel like he he had already made up his mind. Mm-hmm. So by then it's like, well, what you know you know what's the point and i even told him i was like i don't want to get separated i feel like because i feel like if we get separated that's going to be your way out and he was like no i know a lot of people that has been separated before and they got back together and they helped the marriage but that was the total oh, yeah. opposite yeah that, yeah he was setting up his exit yeah but uh jonathan let me ask you something because i'm a little curious from from the marriage man's mind what would make you check out of your marriage what would make you be like you know what i'm out of here and then Kim, hypothetically, I want your answer afterwards. Okay. Uh, what would make me be out? Yeah, what uh, make you check out? When I notice, I mean, once she stopped caring, it wouldn't even be like it's gonna sound. I know people gonna probably not believe it, but if she cheated, it would all depend on the situation. Because I think in relationships, people in general I always want to tell what the other side did, yeah, but won't tell what they did. But I know sure. I'm, I'm I used to be one of the naive people to be like, no, I never got cheated on, but I know I have, and I can probably tell you when and when it happened because I know when I checked out of that relationship. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, so if she stopped caring more so than infidelity, it would be stop caring, stop caring about what was going on with that work with me like just stop caring about me emotionally then that would make me check out dang kim uh what would make you uh check out of a marriage and then champagne uh i kind of uh want to ask you kind of the same question but a little different i'll, I'll tell you in a minute mm-hmm. kim um abuse that is a complete non-negotiable i'm out um because I feel like cheating is one of those things where there's probably a reason why that occurred. Like there's something that needs to be worked on. Okay. Um, now, if this is just a habitual thing, like there is a continued behavior like this, then yeah. that shows a complete lack of respect for me. I mean, not really. Cheating is fun. I mean, no, I mean, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, what's fun? What okay. makes it fun? Okay, but that don't have nothing to do nothing. with the fact that you Fuck know you're in. A, that has nothing oh to do gosh. with the fact that you know you're in a relationship. If you decide, if you decide that it's mm-hmm. more important you to have sex with other people yes. than to basically respect the person that you're in a relationship with, why are you in a relationship? Just go be single and have Period. sex with whoever you want to. I mean, I or know that, I know this sound. Be with somebody who wants to be in an open relationship cuz that's what you want. I mean, true, but I mean, I know this sound fucked up and then when I'm going to get the champagne. Not not cheaters, man and women, they if they cheat on their man or they they woman, they don't want to necessarily lead a man. They just want that thrill, want that 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 do that hick that little split selfish that, all that it's it's purely selfish it's selfish is it why though? can't you get that thrill from the person you with i mean how many times you gonna serve up the same steak okay you can me. cook steak a certain uh, several different ways i'm a chef oh. so i can tell you um yeah so <laughs> i'm just saying like that's something yeah. that you're dealing with on a personal level mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. if you're not getting that fulfillment then that's something you need to work on yourself because you can work through it and you can express to your person, okay, let's you know do what? this, let's do that, let's change this, let's spice it up here and there. Mm-hmm. You know what? That brings me to the question that was specifically for you because I set it up that way. Let me ask you a question. Why do some people, men and women, get married knowing their partner may or may not handle their needs? 
I don't know. I've never been through that, so I couldn't answer that question. Cause I know I know some girls and some guys where they started at the beginning of a the relationship, they wasn't hitting it the way they they were used to. They weren't being taken care of the way they were used to. Maybe they, they thought they could they change the person. The person don't look what they normally catch. I mean, like why why are why when it comes to marriage? But or or have to be or having physical. somebody for a long time, why are people willing to compromise to get to the marriage part or that sense of stability? Because people are taught, especially women, are taught that they are not that their purpose mm-hmm. is to be wives and mothers, mm-hmm. and so a lot of women will decide that they're going to overlook lots of things that they will like in a partner just so they can say that they're married. Um, and that's unfortunate. And I think the women who opt not to do that also get messages from, from society, but it's about them being selfish. If a woman's like, okay, well, I'd rather just be single until I find a man who checks off these six to 10 boxes. Then it's, Oh, you too picky. Oh, you, you, you need to stop you need to stop putting your standards so high so which one what what do you want yeah well i mean i mean as far as quality men women already lacking in that department so i mean you 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 only got so many choices anyway depending on what area you in and it only like you you only have better choices like if you like travel more if you go out more because i mean the more places you are the more chances you are to meet different people and I so, think it go both ways. I think definitely. some men out here go through the go through the same thing. They want stuff to check the box, and the woman gonna tell them well, you want her to be like that, but you don't have this such and such. Listen, so it goes both well, ways. Well, I mean, I I hear you, and then I'm gonna uh, get some champagne. I think the average dude don't ask for a lot on average comparison what? to the other side of the fence. I don't Mm-mm. know about that, man. I think men ask for more. Uh, think, such as I think it's even. Yeah. I think okay. it's almost it borderline be. even. Yeah. Okay. But well, we might ask for a little bit more. I just got to be honest. Because my thing is, because I'm a little bit curious since uh, you both uh, have children and uh, divorced and married. Uh, when we talk about the children and they're, you know, learning about marriage, they're watching you guys and learning. What's uh What's one thing your son learned from you as far as through this divorce or one thing? Did he come up to you and talk to you about it? Was he distraught? Was he okay? Well, we got divorced what? when he was young. He was only two. Okay. So he didn't really grasp it. Yes. You know, now he, you know, he'll ask, but for the most part, we've always like kind of been open with him. Like, you know, he'll ask me, mommy, why, you know, why aren't you and daddy together anymore? And I was just explaining to him, you know, Sometimes adults grow apart, you know, the best way I could explain it to, uh, you know, I think he asked me this when he was like five or six, mm-hmm. but it's like the best way you can explain it to a child to where they can comprehend it. That's the best way you can. And sometimes you don't know the best thing to say because you don't quite understand why it didn't work, but you have to just do it the best way in order to, you know, not necessarily hush the child, but kind of, uh-huh. you know, to where they'll get, you know, a small understanding. And like his, you know, even though his stepmom was the other mo- woman, she takes good care of him, and he loves that woman to death. He calls her her name is Ashley, but he and but her nickname is Sunshine. He calls her my Sunshine. So he'll 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 come and say, "Mommy, my Sunshine did this, or my Sunshine did that." And it's like sometimes it kind of stings, like as far as like you know his dad, mm-hmm. like being the man that he is, for, you know, being remarried. It's like, dang, well, why couldn't he do that for me? But then at the same time, it's like, mm. well, 
even if it's not for me, he's still setting that good example for my son, okay. even though we're not together. And even to this day, I'm, I know I'm long-winded, but even to this day, um, like his dad would say, you know, not only do I have to worry about my household, but I have to worry about you too, because at the end of the day, I, you know, you're still my responsibility. Okay. And, um, quick question. I'm going to Jonathan. How is the relationship between you and Sunshine? Um, we don't really have a relationship. Like I tried to like build, cause like I said, I didn't find out about her until later. So it's like, okay. I, I kind of reached out and was like, Hey, let, let me and her have like dinner or things like that. And they never really reciprocated the energy. And then like me and her have gotten into it, like, you know, arguments before, because like she would kind of overstep her boundaries and like try to tell me how to be a mother. And I'm like, you don't have a child. Like, you know, you're, you're married, but you don't have a physical child. Like this child came out of me. You know, I raised this child. I built this bond with this child. It's like, you can give me suggestions on, you know, things you feel like mm-hmm. I can prove, but you're not a mother. So you don't, you're, you're, you're just, a, you know, a stepmother. It's a difference. So you don't know, yeah. you don't really know how to be a mother. So it's like, if I ask you for your opinion or I ask you for your help, give it to me. But when you start trying to tell me how to be a mother, yeah. And try to overstep me and do mm-hmm. things. It's like, okay, that's a boundary that you can't cross. And so that's kind of where me and her bumped heads. And so I haven't really, like, really just had a relationship with her in, like, the last two years. Because, like, the last time, it was like, she kind of came at me a little sideways. And I had to tell my ex-husband, like, hey, get your wife. Like, I ain't about to play with her. And so it's like, okay. ever since then, we really haven't had a, you know, uh, uh, really relationship like we'll speak when we see each other but yeah. she acts like she's scared like now it's like she'll like I'll like I mean I went to hug I mean, her shouldn't she be no I went to hug her one time and she jumped like I was gonna hit her <laughs> listen like, listen like I ain't got no listen, beef with you listen I've been the side nigga before if if the if the boyfriend was like hey bro give me some dap I'm like nah bro like I remember one time I couldn't do it like we was at we was at but, we, but was, no, we was at but the, we was at the, we was a side nigga Listen. She's married to him, and I'm the ex-wife. It's a difference. That I mean, is, true. That's a big difference. But let me tell me mm-hmm. my shitty story real quick. Oh my like gosh. I was saying, I, we was at the funeral. Or we was at uh, her uh, grand uh, grandmother's funeral. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, your, your grandma passed. Whatever, whoop de whoop. Then, you know, her boyfriend came in. Like he didn't speak to me this whole funeral. I'm like, I'm fucking your bitch. I mean, what we, what we, what you, what you want to talk he know about? He was fucking her. What they got to do with what we talking about? Yeah, just, how you just, can I bring? I mean, anyway, well, Jonathan, because you, uh, you, you going all sideways. That ain't got shit to do with what we talking about. That ain't got shit to do with what we talking about. Can I break? Hey, anyway, I just want to ask you real quick: Why you go to that funeral, man? Huh? That, I mean, that's that, a great question. Me and that girl is really that's close. Like man, listen, listen, listen. Darnell, I, you I, ain't shit. I'm gonna pray for you. I've been the side nigga for years. He he's the new addition. Not oh, me. He, he ain't know about you. I still would have went to that funeral. Listen, nah. he's the new nigga. You set yourself I've up. Been, I've been here. He should have knocked you out. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to wake up and fuck his girl. Oh, anyway. Man. Uh, Jonathan. <laughs> okay, when we talk about marriage and children or whatever, that has, do you think your daughter has seen a good example of marriage, bad example? Does she does she have any questions yet, or she just living life? Everything's good. Everything's good in relationship. Everything's smooth sailing. Any questions yet? Um, she have questions. Uh, I think she's seen a, a good example because, like I was saying, my parents with the communication aspect. So okay. my parents thought they could hide arguments from us, 
And just in my opinion, growing up, hiding an argument for a child, I'm not saying you should be yelling and screaming in yeah, front of them. Yeah, definitely. But I definitely believe you should disagree in front of them to kind of teach them how to deal with uh, uh, confrontation. So my daughter has questions as far as if we get mad at each other. You know, she asks questions. I mean, the kids understand a lot more than uh, you realize they do. But, yeah, she has questions. But I think it's a good example because we argue. Okay. And then we explain to my daughter that it's just an argument. Mommy and daddy not going to be mad at each other forever. It's not, it's not that Okay. Well, Kim, uh, uh, with you hypothetically, and then we're going to get our last question. We're going to get everybody's social media, and we're done. Uh, Kim, what – you had a child. Let's say the relationship's rocky. One one cheat, but you forgiving him. He worked through it. He don't do it anymore. Uh, and your child asks you about it. I mean, how would you address it? How would you tell your child? Let's say regardless if he cheated or not. How do you tell your child what a good relationship is or looks like or feels like? Um, I think that's something that you do by example. Okay. Um, I don't think that you should really be having those sorts of conversations unless those are things that they ask you. Okay. Because you want to always make sure that the conversation stays ch- in the appropriate age for the child. Fair. Um, so, to be honest, I don't think there will be a reason for the child to know that he cheated because – that is not their that that's between me and him that's not Mm -hmm. for the child to be trying to figure out um because that's that's confusing i mean that's opening up pandora's box Mm -hmm. for no reason in my opinion unless that's something that they witnessed that's a whole that's a horse of another color okay well last question uh and i definitely want to start with you champagne and then uh, Kim, then we're going to end with Jonathan. As far as divorce go, let's say one of your friends or family like, hey, I think I want to wrap this up with divorce. I think I want to call it quits. In your opinion, when should somebody get a divorce and when should they know, hey, keep fighting? Because that's a slippery slope. I don't know because I'm not in their life. That's okay. circumstantial. Like, you can't tell anybody how to do their life. Everybody's situation is different. People um, people process their emotions differently. So it's like I can't tell you how to tie your shoe. I can show you, but it's your choice to do it this way or that way. So it's like I can I can tell you my experience and what I've went through and and just, you know, how I healed or how I processed okay. things. But it's your choice to take it however you feel like it. Because at the end of the day, I, I can only, I only can speak for my circumstances, okay. not yours. Okay. Well, with that being said, everything you've been through with a divorce, everything you've uh, been through with co-parenting, if you had the choice to keep your marriage or go through the divorce, would you go through the divorce again? No, I didn't want to go to, through the divorce to begin with. What the hell you mean? Like, no, I wouldn't have went through it. Like, like I said, I'm tried. We tried going. You know, I begged him for marriage counseling, things like that. I would do mm-hmm. things to try to make him feel appreciated, and it was his his ultimate choice. So it's like, no, I wouldn't. But like now, looking back at it, it's like me and him are really good friends. Like we co-parent really well. Like when we, you know, when we exchange our sons, if I just call him, mm-hmm. we'll sit on the phone for an hour, two hours just talking. So it's like even though we're not together no more, he's still like one of my close friends. Friends, I feel like I could talk to him and go to him about anything. Well, well, I mean, of, of course, it'll be easier to be friends because there's no, 
there's no pressure of obligation. Yeah. That that because people people forget how much of a weight that is. I gotta pay bills with you. I gotta love yeah, you. Yeah, but some people that's a heavy weight. Some people are angry still or still it. angry. Huh? He's still he's still financially obligated. What you yeah. talking about? I mean, because because not only does mm. he help, you know, what? He, oh my gosh! Not only does he, you know, help financially, like as far as like child support and everything, Definitely. he goes above and beyond. Like you know, he pays for after school daycare. Like when school comes around, I don't have to worry about school supplies, school clothes. You okay. know, That's if a I blessing. call him, you know, if I call him right now and be like, "Hey, I'm in a really bad position. I need, you know." I need a hundred dollars. He's gonna be like, okay, well, let me see what I can do. Let me talk to Ashley, and then next thing you know, he gonna call me. Okay, here, come pick up the money. You know, anything like that. It's like so. Like I said, what he said earlier, he was like, even though you know I have my own household, you're still an obligation to me. I still have to worry about you. I still have to make sure you're good because you're my my child's mother. And if you're if you're lacking or hurting anything, then that means my child is la- lacking or hurting anything. Well, you know what? I didn't I didn't like everything he did to you, but I, I can at least respect it. Yeah, that's that's very respectable. Kim, uh, same question to you. I mean, it, your thoughts on marriage, divorce, uh, st- uh, sticking with it, getting through the struggle together as a marriage, y- your final thoughts? Um, I don't think that anybody should be giving that kind of advice to somebody else. I feel like that is for everybody in their individual relationships for mm-hmm. them to figure out. I know what works for me. But what works for me may not work for somebody else in their relationship. Okay, fair. Jonathan, final thoughts, marriage, divorce, children? Um, well, somebody, one of my friends came to me and they really want to get a divorce or if they really want to get married. I, I agree with pretty much what they're saying, that it's not really my, uh, up to me because I'm not in a situation. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I always say, like, we was talking earlier, I always say I ask people for uh, their opinion on big decisions, mm-hmm. not necessarily to do what they say, but just to, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know everything. Yeah. I, and I know yeah. I don't know everything, so I want to hear somebody's perspective that's been there before. So that's what I would tell them. I would say you go to someone that's been divorced before and you have that conversation with them, so more so someone that you, you actually value their opinion, but not me because I'm married. I haven't been divorced before. You kind of get what I'm going like. Yeah, definitely. Hey man, I really appreciate all my guests coming through. I really appreciate having this tough topic, uh, two topics. Uh, drop your social media, Miss Champagne, Jonathan. Then uh, we're gonna end with you, Kim. Uh, all your social medias, what you're working on, how we can support you or follow you on social media, get your services. How can we follow you? Um, so I am a chef. I do personal, uh, personal chef meal prep, uh, caterings, anything you want. Um, you can fo- follow me on Instagram at Chef Boy R Dope. So C H E F B O Y A R D O P E. And then I also have a line of CBD popcorn and lemonade. So you can follow that on social media at Organapop O R G A N A P O P. Okay. Uh, Jonathan, just in case they've been living under a rock, you got a podcast and everything uh, else? Yeah, we, uh, me and my cousin has a podcast called Our Truth, and uh, you can just follow either Brandon uh, White on uh, social media, which Facebook, Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, White, W-H-I-T, and, or Jonathan King, J- Joe Nathan, not with a H, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, King on Facebook, and we'll get you in a group, and we'll hope you guys are listening. Uh, Kim? Uh, my name is Kim. You can follow Buzzballs <laughs> at Buzzballs on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. I'm the content manager and PR manager for Buzzballs. So uh, if you live in the Texas area, there's probably some Buzzballs near you. So check them out. 
Okay, thank you so much for your time. Also, uh, if you would like to be a guest on the show, hit us up at talkinggreasy at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to sponsor the show, hit us up at talkinggreasy at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. And also, we have a private group on Facebook. If you would like to be added to that said group, uh, message me, Broderick Darnell Nelson, on Facebook, and I will get you into the group. No problem. Also, my personal social media is Darnell Does It on Instagram, Twitter, and on Snapchat. Because it ain't easy talking greasy. And I want a divorce. Bye. Oh, baby, it's a shame. We couldn't work it out.